This is the Pain Information Network. We're at 20. Good to see you again. Uh, welcome back. Uh, we're wrapping the year up here, and I have an interview today with uh, Ira B. Fox, M.D., who's chair and project uh, development uh, committee of World Institute of Pain, and he's a world leader. It's good to hear from him. Uh, him and uh, Andrea Trescott put together a fantastic meeting in Miami with the World Institute of Pain. Andrea is an education committee leader, and uh, these meetings are, are tough to put together, and particularly when they're multilingual. So, you know, hats off to them. I get a minute or two with uh, Dr. Fox, which was uh, a treat, and we will see you on the other side. It's my pleasure today to have some of the uh, most distinguished pain management physicians in the world sit around a table with me, and uh, I'd like to introduce you to one of uh, those leaders today. This is the World Institute of Pain, and it's one of the uh, instructional meetings that uh, those from uh, around the world and many walks of life find uh, incredibly valuable, travel great distances, and uh, meet some of these world leaders. Um, Glad to have you. Thank you, Hans. Thank you so much for allowing me the opportunity to speak to people all around the world. Tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, we're here today in Miami, Florida, as a meeting has taken place for the World Institute of Pain. We currently have workshops in progress where we're training people from around the world, predominantly from Latin America at this particular meeting because of the proximity of Miami. But as you know, World Institute of Pain does meetings in various parts of the world to train physicians and allow the purpose of interventional pain spread throughout the globe and help people even in remote parts of the world. That's our our mission. Thanks, Ara. Um, Well, tell us a little bit about your credentials, just so people uh, understand uh, the heavy hitters out here. Well, I'm uh, a medical doctor trained as an anesthesiologist, and I subspecialize in interventional pain medicine in my practice of um, 27 years. I do both interventional pain as well as um, other aspects related to pain management, whether it be medication, uh, physical medicine, uh, psychological counseling and a real comprehensive uh, approach to the management of chronic pain. And an educator as well. You have some uh, accomplishments in the uh, literature as well, don't you? Yes, I do. Um, I think a good part of my time is spent through WIP because I believe in the World Institute of Pain's objective, which is to reach out to various parts of the world and not necessarily deliver care to patients in different areas of the world, but train physicians in those areas so that they can be able to remain wherever they live and treat those patients uh, accordingly. I think you'd agree that uh, pain is ubiquitous across uh, borders, and um, what hurts here hurts there, and it's uh, cross-cultural. What have you found that uh, people are saying about their personal experiences throughout the world uh, uh, as they treat those that suffer from pain? Well, through our travels, I'm just very amazed at how some very simple things that we take for granted here in the United States do not exist for patients in pain in other parts of the world. 
Uh, we even put together a program in India where patients who were suffering horribly from cancer and severe pain weren't receiving any treatment. We now have physicians going out into the field and meeting these patients and providing treatment that they've never had before. Um, we have been in areas that did not know what interventional pain medicine was and have brought the resources and training to physicians in those areas of the world so that they can be there and take care of people where they live. Dr. Helm, um, I, I think you'd agree that uh, pain medicine is, uh, is one of those uh, fields that is growing and is um, without a doubt uh, needed and underserved. But um, if you and uh, Ira here could talk about one specific item that you think would make an impact, not just on humanity, that's a broad brushstroke, but just on the better quality of life that folks could get. It's not all that simple. What would it be? I think in terms of broad accessibility for that, it would be a non-opioid analgesic that works when our current non-opioids, such as the non-steroidals, gabapentin, the uh, reuptake inhibitors, such as duloxetine or Cymbalta, don't work. There are some drugs in the pipeline for that, but we've been way too reliant on the opioids. They've got way too many side effects, and we need to find a, another mechanism of uh, treating. And it may also be that that mechanism of treating is not a medication. It could be something as simple as psychological treatment or even electromagnetic waves. This is all very much still investigational, all very exciting, and still not uh, ready for uh, clinical use. Um, if you're asking me for my dream drug... Yeah, that would be fine. Would or a procedure, be, something that works. It would be a ultra-long-acting local anesthetic that could last for months or years that has no motor block. Yeah, motor block means your legs don't work or arms don't work. Correct. Can you imagine <laughs> if we could interventionally make diagnoses and target areas of pain and medicate those areas with ultra-long-acting medication that doesn't affect your ability for motor function? Yeah, well, that would be uh, that'd be the breakthrough. Well, I know you got to run, but uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, I, I wanted uh, I wanted a footprint here. Um, such a leader, uh, Dr. Fox, and well, um, I've been on the executive board for WIP World Institute Pain for many years, and I can tell you that we currently have uh, leadership in place that has a vision for the future, and we continue to grow. And it's an amazing organization. We encourage uh, people to continue their participation. Thanks again. And um, we look forward to maybe having you on again. Thank you. Yeah, that was a good interview. And I appreciate uh, Dr. Fox. And I always uh, appreciate Stan being in there and helping out. Uh, um, so we're going to ask you to please get a iTunes review for us Uh it really helps the visibility of this podcast so that others can hear and, and see. It really helps us out. Also, uh, if you have any questions or you want me to talk about something special on um, this pain information broadcast, don't hesitate going to paininformation.com and drop us a line. I read them all. Uh, the next few podcasts are going to include Q&A. Q&A is uh, it, it's kind of one of those endless uh 
endeavors because there's as many questions about pain as there is pain problems. So we're going to dive into that as well as approaches to problems. Sometimes people don't even know where to start. And I'm getting uh, I'm getting some response there that people are just they're they just have a mind numbness when they uh, struggle with pain. And so we can help with that. I'm also going to go through medications. That's been very popular. These medications are difficult to understand, but that's rule four. If you go back to episode one, you know, the five rules, rule four is know thy medications, the different categories and the different medications in those categories. I'm going to go over those as well. Also, um, if you have any other suggestions, get them to us, and uh, we look forward to talking to you soon.